my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. What's up, everybody? Will Lucas here, Afrotech, Black Tech, Green Money. Um, I, I wanted to spend a little bit of time today just talking about the language of NFTs. And you know what? I'm so thankful before I get into today's episode. I wanted to express this. I'm so thankful for all the people who have been in my Instagram DMs since we have been doing episodes, like particularly last week's episode. And then we did one a couple of weeks ago. Um, about NFTs. These have been solo episodes, so they kind of stretch me a little bit outside of my comfort zone. So I'm thankful for all the positive feedback we've been getting, because obviously, by virtue of what I'm seeing in my comments, uh, in my DMs, excuse me, like I'm, this, what we're providing is such a value to you. So I really appreciate you taking the time, a minute out of your day, to let me know that in my Instagram DM. So thank you. And even if you put it in the comments, if it's on, but I really appreciate it. All the messages I've been getting about these episodes. So we're going to do it again today. Today, I wanted to spend um, a few minutes talking about some of the terminology I've seen with people that I follow, like on Twitter and others like on Instagram also like there are, there are people that I follow who are also really, really big into NFTs 
And they ha they use some terms in a lot of their tweets that I want to make sure you understand what they mean. I'm one of those people when I see it, when I come across a term in a book or I come across a term just like reading an article uh, and I don't know what it means. I'm going to hit the Google button like, yo, like, what does this mean? But I understand not all of us do that. I understand that sometimes we just take for granted that we'll understand if we keep reading the sentence or whatever. But I, uh, what I want to do today is take a moment for people who have not dug, dug deeper into a, a phrase that they've heard or perhaps uh, an acronym. What I wanted to do today is dig into some of the most popular ones, the most frequent ones I've seen come across my feeds. And hopefully they are ones that you may have seen and maybe you've had some questions about them. So I'm going to do my best here to explain a lot of these things so that hopefully by the end of this episode, you are more equipped to win and be successful with your journey into non-fungible tokens. So I'm not going to get super deep into things that have nothing to do, or I shouldn't say that for things that are not specifically related to NFTs, because there's a lot of directions we can go in. We can go really deep into DAOs. We can go really deep into smart contracts. We can go really deep into currencies and they are all relative to NFTs, but I'm, I want to go specifically into things that are most most specific I, I see you specifically twice i want to go specifically into the things that are most directly related and there are going to be some things i don't mention so i'm going to say that up front whenever you put together a list of something like this there's somebody who's going to say well you didn't do this one and so that's going to happen but some of the things that have been most frequently across my desk i want to make sure that we explain today so if you've ever heard of the word or the phrase insider trading, so think of this as you work at Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is a publicly traded company. Let's say you're an executive. You're like the CTO. You're a vice president of a division. And you know that Coca-Cola is about to get into selling NFTs. And so you know that the minute Coca-Cola announces that they're going to sell NFTs, their share price is going to move. If you being vice president of a division, CTO, CFO of Coca-Cola, go ahead and make bets on that movement you, before anybody else even has an opportunity to understand what's happening, that's called insider trading, right? So there's a word in NFT space called alpha. What alpha means is you're, you're alpha-ing into something, means you have access to like important insider information that most people don't know. For instance, we just released um, the Afrotech World Metaverse NFT ticket for Afrotech uh, 2022. The Afrotech World Conference comes up April, April 13th, 14th. Um, so we just we just dropped. Ooh, remember that. Put a bookmark there. We just dropped the Afrotech World NFT ticket, which means you can go right now to Bitski.com and find the Afrotech world NFT, which allows you to hold in your wallet, the Afrotech world ticket, which gets you access to the gated, the exclusive Afrotech world discord channel, a live discussions. You get into the Afrotech world conference. You get a part, you get to be a part of the community. So I knew that this was coming. 
I, we just announced it like this past week. I knew weeks ago this was coming. So I have insider information. So if I was to dig in, I was alphaing into the Afrotech NFT ticket because I had important insider information like nobody else knew this. I had insider information that the world did not know. And I got into it before everybody else had the opportunity to understand what was going on. So I alphaed into the Afrotech world NFT ticket. Alpha. Alpha in. In motion. Aping into something. Aping like like monkey. Like ape. Like gorilla. Aping into something. Um, so we've all seen this. If you have anything to do with you know, if you got a Twitter account, you've seen people ape into this stuff. I don't care like what you follow on Twitter. You've seen people just go dumb about certain NFT projects. Ooh, another bookmark. Put a, put a bookmark there. Projects. We're going to come back to that. Aping into something means it's, it's, it's effectively like embedded in the DNA of FOMO, fear of missing out. You see something going ham, an NFT project going crazy and you go and you buy you you like invest into that nft project without even doing much research at all and these could be scams these could be valid projects these whatever they are you just getting involved very financially fiscally irresponsibly because you because you just see a bunch of things happening in the space and you're like, I'm about to go and drop half of my savings into this particular project without reading a white paper, like without getting any, without doing any homework. It's just irresponsible. I don't care how many people talking about it. It's irresponsible if you have not done your homework. Airdrop. I want to talk about airdrop because this is actually something pretty cool. And it's a great way to increase your NFT library, your personal holdings. Airdrop means let's say you are a part of a discord channel and like Gary Vaynerchuk, like Gary Vaynerchuk has, they do a lot of this with V friends. Let's say you're a part of V friends discord channel. What they will do is in order to generate interest around valuable V friends NFTs is they will drop free nfts in exchange for you doing something or being engaged that's why they will drop these things to just reward people who are engaged in the community of v friends so let's say i was matter of fact i was watching or listening to a discord conversation um i want to say about three weeks ago there was a football game on and it was on one of the sports channels of v friends discord channel and they were you had to listen for a period of time. And if you listen, or I should say, if you're still listening around a time where they announce the where, the how, like what do you have to do to get this free NFT? You were then rewarded with that NFT. So for instance, um, they would say, okay, like on like every half an hour or once an hour or whatever, they would announce, we're going to open up another channel on v friends on discord and right now for the next five minutes you can go to that channel and whoever goes into that channel and drops you know the a pound sign whatever you're going to be rewarded with this nft this airdropped nft but you had to be listening 
when they announced that they were going to open up that channel because the channel wasn't always open. So it's a lot like you ever listen to radio back in the day and they were giving away tickets to like a future concert and they would say, you know, you have to be listening for the phrase that pays. And so you have, you're listening all day long, waiting to hear this phrase that pays. And then as soon as you hear the phrase that pays, you got to call in in order to get those free future tickets. But if you, weren't listening let's say you got out of the car let's say you you know turned off your headphones for a minute and you missed the the call for the phrase that pays you missed your opportunity to get those future tickets it's this airdrops work the same way so if you're listening like to a discord conversation they can drop that free nft whenever and these can happen in a variety of ways i'm just using the discord example as an example you know this can happen via twitter this can happen in your dms this can happen all sorts of, of ways this can happen live at a, at a show but they will drop nfts free nfts in exchange for your engagement just rewarding people who are part of the community okay i see i have probably have to speed up or i'm gonna just do this in two parts because I'm taking a long time to get through these. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DAO um, stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. So there are a lot of, or more and more projects, I should say, that owning an NFT in this community, in this project, allows you voting rights and whatever the voting rights are written to be as dictated in the smart contract. And so particularly like, let's say if you own a redhead NFT, I'm, I'm making this up. I'm making up an NFT project and they're called the redheads. There are 10,000 redheads in this particular NFT project. And all the characters in this project have redheads, everything from monkeys to people to squirrels to, but all of them have redheads. Okay. But the, the DAO says, if you own a redhead NFT, you get a voting right to say what the next head's going to be in the next set of 10,000. So everybody who owns an NFT gets one vote in this particular scenario. You've owned, you own one of these redhead NFTs, you get one vote. If you own 10, you get 10 votes. And so the next project is going to drop in three months and it's written in the smart contract what power that particular NFT holder has that is correspondent to their vote. So if, again, if I have 10 redheads, I get 10 votes in this particular scenario that says I get to dictate alongside my 10 votes that I want the next set of 10,000 um, redheads to actually be orange heads. So now I have 10 votes to make the next collection orange heads now what's so cool about this is there you can foreseeably see a day where this could actually be like a homeowners association or actual government to where where people live if you if you own an nft for you know detroit michigan you could help to dictate what the future of Detroit, Michigan looks like with your vote. Who's going to be in the state legislature with your vote, your NFT vote NFTs. I don't want you to think of NFTs as just art because NFTs are not just art. They, we are using them primarily to hold art today, but is an NFT is a technology that can be across any vertical and it could actually have real life implications to how you live and move in the world ultimately. So that's the direction we're going in, which is why these conversations are so important. So an NFT as part of a DAO, a de decentralized autonomous organization could dictate whether your grass is allowed to be three inches or four inches because you hold a vote inside your homeowners association, which is an NFT, which is part of a DAO in this world. So that is your vote, your NFT serves as your vote as part of a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization. It gives you voting rights. So the next two phrases are actually kind of my favorite two um, definitions that we're going to do today. One of them is out of alphabetical order, but it makes sense to do them together. Um, the next one is diamond hands and paper hands. Um, these are fun to me because I love the conversation that we have when let's say Bitcoin drops by 10% over, you know, a period of three days and like people act like the world is on fire or, you know, Ethereum goes up 10% and people like, you know, there's a rush on 
this thing is a rush on Dogecoin, there's a rush on Shiba, and then as soon as you know it goes down one tenth of a percent, you know people like you know again the world is burning. So NFTs, you know these these are the two phrases that we're going to use specifically regarding NFTs. Diamond hands is when you describe a person who you know what I believe in this, I believe in this you know art, I believe in this particular project. I'm going to hold on to it. I don't care what y'all talking about with the value. I don't care what y'all talking about with the price fluctuations. I don't care what y'all talking about with the volatility, the negative news. I'm holding on to this because I believe in it or I'm going to hold on for some other reason, but I'm holding on to it for whatever my reasons are. I'm holding on to these NFTs regardless of the volatility in the marketplace. Paper hands is kind of like the opposite of diamond hands. So paper hands is somebody who's like, you know, I'm getting rid of this and they might actually be losing money on this, on the sale of their crypto or their NFT because paper hands means you sold it at too low of a price. Let's say somebody today, like, I don't even know what crypto punks are going for, but let's just say, you know, they're going for like a bunch of ETH and the cheapest one you can find is like a hundred grand. So now somebody goes and sells it for $25,000. That's paper hands because like you sold it way under price. You got it. I don't have to go deep into this. Y'all, y'all get the point. Y'all smart. The next one is probably the fastest definition. I'm going to have this whole episode and it's a drop. I told y'all to bookmark it when I said it earlier, a drop just means it's the launch of the NFT. Like we just launched the Afrotech world metaverse NFT. It's officially launched. We dropped it. Boom. The next one is actually probably the most fun to do, um, and that's Dior. And this is not like Kristen Dior, or this is not like fashion. This is Dior, D-Y-O-R. This is when you should do your own research. <laughs> this is, you know, you remember, the, oh, you might have heard the story of the people who bought, what's the show that was on Netflix? Squid Game. So these people, a bunch of people, a lot of people bought these squid coins. It was a, a play to earn cryptocurrency squid. It was called squid. And a bunch of people bought these squid coins and the, the, the developers of these coins didn't allow people to resell the tokens. And so it ultimately it was deemed like a rug pull, which we'll come back to and maybe part two, cause I'm going over long rug pull. Um, they didn't allow people to resell those tokens. And then the people who developed this coin, this token took off with everybody's money. It was a scam. And so if you would have done your own research, you probably would have read the white paper. You probably would have looked into the founding team. You probably would probably would have looked into things that they may have done in their past. You would look at their resume to see, you know, are these credible people to be putting together a new project? And before I invest a bunch of money, instead of just going on the hype, I'm going to do my own research. Dior, do your own research instead of just going with the hype, because if you listening to people all on the Internet, you can lose your money. Don't follow the hype. Pay attention, then do your research. Floor. Um, this is I, I kind of mentioned this before in when I was describing another term a minute ago, and it was about like what is the cheapest way I can get into a particular community. So like a floor is the cheapest item in a project, like CryptoPunks. So let's say I want to find a CryptoPunk. 
that I can afford and I'm not Jay-Z. So I don't know what Jay-Z paid for his. Let's just say he paid like $750,000. And so I'm not Jay-Z and I can't pay $750,000 for a crypto punk. And it's, I go, I go to, you know, wherever they're selling them, maybe they're on open sea. And then I go and look, okay, well, if I can't spend $750,000, what is the cheapest crypto punk I can find? So I just did a quick Google search. And what I found was the cheapest crypto punk that is available today is um, $388,000. So you have to determine whether that's manageable for you, but that is the floor for NFTs in that particular project, $388,000. That's the bottom. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. FOMO, I don't have to spend a bunch of time here. You know what fear of missing out is? You, I know a lot of people buying CryptoPunks. I know a lot of people buying um, BAYC, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. I know a lot of people buying these things. 
unless you know I can go and feel some type of way because I'm I'm missing out of this you know money grab, and so that's a fear, and so people do strange things when they're afraid. And so you ain't, you don't have to go buy things, but a lot of people do buy things because they fear like they they feel like they're gonna miss out, and so it's a fear of missing out. It's called FOMO. Gas. We talked about this on the podcast before, but gas is the fuel. Uh, it, it's the the toll that you pay for playing in this game on the Ethereum network. So I mentioned before on the podcast that every time you interact with the blockchain, you are using computational power. So gas is the fee you pay for that computational power because those computers somewhere in the world, all over the world, use electricity and more. So you are paying for that computational data, that block to be adjusted based on your activity, whether you're buying an NFT, whether you're selling an NFT, whether you're minting an NFT, every time you interact with the blockchain, you're gonna pay for it. It's called gas, it's the tax you pay. Metadata. Oh, this one's fun for me because I take pictures and I'm a videographer and an editor. And so, you know, whenever have you if you've ever taken a photo like on your iPhone or for an actual like, you know, camera like a Canon or whatever, and you put it onto a computer and you open it up, you can sometimes see a bunch of other stuff in the file that you didn't realize were in the file. You just thought the picture was in the file, but then you find the name of the file written on this, you know, get info. You find like the date and time you, the photo was taken inside the image. You find the camera information. You find the settings that the camera was set to at the time the photo was taken. You find all where the photo was taken in the world. You find all this other data that you didn't realize might have been baked into the image. You just thought you were taking a picture, but you didn't realize you were collecting all this other information. That's called metadata. And in every NFT, there is other data outside of just the visual thing that you might see. There is other information that makes that NFT unique. It could be the name of the author. It could be the date and time it was created. It could be the, the device it was created on that can be spelled out in the metadata, in the metadata. It could be the location the, the NFT was created in. All this other information makes that particular NFT unique and it's baked in to the NFT. So I've been doing a lot of creation of my own NFTs and we're gonna talk about that because that's called minting an NFT. I did an episode a couple of weeks ago that was like how to mint your first NFT. It's a very valuable episode. So if you have not heard it, please go back a couple of episodes ago and listen to how to mint your first NFT. And so what minting an NFT means it's when you put a digital asset into circulation so that it can be bought by somebody else. And so let's say you create a piece of digital art or you took a picture of a piece of art and you made it into, you know, an NFT, you put it on the blockchain that you went to OpenSea or some other platform where you can mint NFTs and you put it up for sale. You put it up for auction. That's called minting an NFT. So when you take a digital asset, you place it on the blockchain so that it can be purchased by somebody else. You you put it in the circulation and somebody else can be can buy it, they can sell it, they can collect it, but whatever they are doing, they can only do it because you put the item up for grabs. PFP, 
profile picture. So you've probably seen, if you're on Twitter, like Jay-Z's PFP, his profile picture, which is a crypto punk. And a lot of other people have their profile pictures set to their NFTs. And for instance, like these are not just avatars. These are not just, just pictures that somebody said, okay, I'm going to make this my avatar, but these are verified, like algorithmic set it set uh, pictures. And so often in order to create like a P an actual PFP, you need to, you need to attach your digital wallet to the platform. Like for instance, on discord, I can connect my Coinbase or MetaMask wallet to my Discord, which then verifies that I own this particular image, whether it be a JPEG, a PNG, or otherwise. But it is my profile picture now. So I set it as my profile picture, but it's verified that I own that particular image. It's unique to me. Project, if you've ever heard anybody say, you know, this NFT project, like what do they mean? Um, an NFT project is a collection. It's a collection of art or other digital assets that are, you know, all released as part of like a series or some overall, you know, story or roadmap. Um, like CryptoPunks is a project because like there's 10 and there's 10,000 NFTs in this particular project. Uh, a Board Ape Yacht Club, like that's a project. I don't, I think there's 10,000 10, in that one also. But the collection is called a project. Simple as that. Rug pool is something that we talked about earlier when we were talking about Squid Games. Like when they go create these tokens, these NFTs or whatever, and then they see a bunch of people like ape in. They didn't do their homework. They just ape into something. And, you know, they stop working on the project or they take the money and run or they shut the project down completely all the nfts could disappear because and, ooh, we're going to talk about this one day too i'm so excited to talk about this idea your nft can disappear and we're going to talk about that on another episode now is not the time but it can happen and you could have no control over it but the rug pool is effectively a scam you know you got the rug pulled from under you so you bought one of these squid coins these squid tokens these squid nfts and the developers did some shady stuff they ran off with the money now a whale is something i think we're going to end here because i actually didn't think i would get through all of these on this episode but i did pretty good a whale is somebody who's just got a bunch of money to invest in nfts now this is not the same particularly as just somebody with a bunch of money this is somebody with a bunch of money that has it to invest it's like in their wallet their digital wallet or the cold wallet. This is somebody who's got a bunch of Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever. They've got a bunch of money ready to invest in their account. They are considered a whale. So I would imagine somebody like Jack Dorsey, you know, immediate past CEO of Twitter, CEO currently of Square. That's somebody like a whale. I can imagine him having a bunch of money in his digital wallet or somebody like an, uh, an Elon Musk. They have a bunch of money in their digital wallet. I, would, I can imagine there's probably some people that you and I are very familiar with, like a future or Meek Mill or Jay-Z who has a bunch of money, cryptocurrency in their wallet. And it's able to be invested or is already invested in a bunch of NFT projects or, you know, a select few of highly valuable NFT projects. So, the, what's important 
to know about whales is not that you could just point them out, but there's there are people who can make the whole market move. Like, you know, they could send out a tweet about a particular thing. I remember when Elon Musk was talking about Sheba, like and the the market on Sheba moved because he was into it. I remember when Tesla said, you know, or the people at Tesla said, you know, like we're going to accept particular cryptocurrency and then all the whole market for this particular currency just moved. And so that's what you call a whale, somebody who has a bunch of money or a bunch of coins able to be invested and they they could move markets should they use to wield that power. So that is what you call a whale. So there are obviously so many more terms out there, definitions that could have been made that well, I, I may make later in another episode, but I at least wanted to give you a really solid foundation. If you get a handle of the, the, the terms that we've talked about today, you will have a very good foundation of, you know, knowledge that you can build on to help you in your journey to, you know, curate a really cool NFT collection and hopefully build value with that collection so you can see an ROI. So we're going to talk more about NFTs on this podcast. So stick around. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. And it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Love Beach and Marissa Lewis. And special thank you to Micah Davis, Jermaine Hall, and Sakar Savanyan. You know, like the wine? Yes, that's his real name. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. And the video version, a video version, will be up on YouTube next week. So tap in. Enjoy your Black Tech Green Money. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Go get your money. Peace and love. your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.